0: To the OBBM Business Roundtable. My name is Susan Hamilton and I'm here with James Lockridge for an important update going on during the 88th legislative session in Texas, which is really important. And wherever you're watching us, guys, this matters to you because we've had some municipality infringement. On our local farmers and that is going to be a problem and we've got to figure out like how how does that all work? So James is here with an update from grassland and commercial grassland farming and uh, commercial mowing. Commercial mowing. Yep. So tell us all about it. James thank you so much for being here.
1: Well thank you all for having me. Uh, so I've been to the Capitol the last uh, four or five weeks um, speaking at committees uh, about the overreaching government and the municipalities and all of these are nuisant laws, and the Right to Farm Act. Um, been getting a lot of headway. Um, it's passing out of the committees. It's uh, passed the Senate committee. Now we're headed to the floor. Um, you know the steps it takes is kind of confusing but uh i'm learning as i go oh yeah um,
0: and i think that's inspiring to all of us because you're taking action and you needed to to protect your space so a little background information on this friends in case you don't remember now in the description box below if you're watching this on our rumble channel you'll be able to find the links to the previous episodes where we've really been covering the saga that james has had in the city because you're you're continually getting these signs these uh, citations for various things that end up costing quite a bit. And you're already under quite a bit of farming pressure just to perform. So tell us a little bit about the recent uh, the recent uh, citations that you received that got kind of pricey.
1: Uh, so I have a sign in one of my fields. It's like a billboard. Um, and it's been there since 1981. Uh, the sign is on uh, three... Uh, Eight-inch post, uh, half-inch thick metal, uh, about 20 feet in the air. Um, never been painted. And the city came in and said, you need to paint your post. Um, it doesn't meet our codes. Um, said the rust on the post is um, neglect and is an endangerment to falling.
0: And to be fair, it's unsightly.
1: It is un. It- well, it depends. It's it's only unsightly if you don't like brown. <laughs> I mean,
0: where is it located though, it's not like you're in the middle of the city. This is located on a on a somewhat rural stretch.
1: It's uh no, it's at the edge of uh, Farmers Branch and uh, Irving, okay. Texas. Um,
0: but you don't see a lot of buildings right there. I mean, it's not where you were going to find a lot of commercial thoroughfare.
1: No, you just see the highway. Um, there's an apartments around it, uh, but Again, um, they couldn't get me for high grass and weeds, so they got me for a, a sign now.
0: So what did, that, what did they want to charge you for that?
1: Um, so it's like, uh, right now it's $850 um, in a citation. Um, and every day that it's there, they can write me another citation if I don't meet their specs. Um, it can be painted a color, their color, uh, a permit, and then um, an inspection, and then an annual permit. Uh, for the sign to be there moving forward. Um, it's just an overreach. They they couldn't get me for the high grass and weeds, so now they're gonna go after me for that. Um, th- there's cameras that show that field on a building there beside it. Um, they said they went out and picked up trash across the field, uh, charged me $486 plus, I think it was um, whatever the labor is for the contractor the city hired to do it, which we don't have that bill yet. They told us it's coming. So I went to the Capitol with this and I said, hey, what is this? I mean, this is an overreach. Now you can't get me for high grass and weeds. Now you're gonna get me for a sign and you're gonna get me for trash and debris, but yet you have no evidence that there's trash all over the field. You have a picture, but I don't see any trash in it. So, And the camera doesn't show a contractor picking up the trash. So, yeah, so
0: what on earth is that whole thing about? Isn't that something? And, and I would argue that while yeah, we need to be cleaning up the trash, Um, you might find that much debris in the state of Texas with a little bit of wind, even in the plaza where OBBM network records.
1: Well, and, and it is true. There's a lot of wind here lately in Texas, 25, 30 to 50 mile an hour winds. So trash is blowing, but it goes back to, hey, don't throw your trash out come on, Texas, um, don't throw your trash out. It's going to blow everywhere.
0: Well, that's true. But when we're getting through um, all, of, all of the type, I mean, you've gone through quite a bit. In our other uh, episodes, we really disclosed some of that. You, you've had fine after fine after fine after fine, and they get pretty pricey, and you've gone to the city. And when, when you get a citation, interestingly enough, who is it addressed to, James?
1: It's, it's addressed to, it says the state of Texas versus the landowner, which the landowner gives to me, which I'm responsible for. Um, but what's funny about it, it says the state of Texas. Yes. So when I presented these um, citations to the state of Texas, um, the state said, we didn't issue those. That's not true. We're not issuing these tickets. It's not the state of Texas. It's the municipalities. So technically, they're illegally using the state of Texas as a cover-up when it should say the municipality of Farmers Branch or whatever city wants to give you that ticket. But talking to the senators at the committee on Monday, I brought that up and I asked him, I said, how can it be the state of Texas if you're sitting here today telling me that that's not true? The state of Texas did not enforce this law. It's not a law from the state of Texas. It's a municipality law. So they're confused as well of how can the state of Texas be doing this when there's not a law?
0: You know, and, and the reason I bring this up and why I think this is so important for you to understand, folks, is that you may be getting citations and fines for some of the reasons that we're going to talk about when we come back from this next break. This is interesting uh, how bully tactics can be used in our municipalities. And it's one thing when you notice it in your residential community. but. Friends, we're dealing with food right now and are the lands that are necessary to grow the food and the food that that is fed to the food. (laughs) So
2: we're gonna be right back. Ready to feel great? Core frequency therapy in Grapevine uses transdermal ozone through a Hockett ozone sauna combining 10 different technologies simultaneously. The Hocket Ozone Sauna can be used once or multiple times each week for optimal detox and cellular recovery. Burn up to 600 calories each session. Core frequency therapy boosts your immune system, increases mental clarity, and destroys cancer cells. The hocket Ozone Sauna eliminates bacteria, viruses, and fungi, and detoxifies heavy metals from your system. Enjoy increased blood flow, oxygen levels, relieving pain, and improving quality of life. Book a session at Core Frequency Therapy today, and feel better tomorrow. Call us at 817-382-1499. That's 817 382 one four nine nine.
3: How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top-of-mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years, designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio-video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy, and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today. That's 469-450-7350.
2: To the Health Engineer Show, I'm Cliff Feet, the health engineer right here on the Health Hi, I'm Larry Corkman.
0: This Hi, my name is Susan Hamilton, and you're watching Offbeat. Hi, this is Dereen Milano. Welcome to the Health I'm still here with James Lockridge with Grassland Mowing and Commercial Farming, and we're talking about um, all of the things that, that we're seeing with the infringement on our local farmers from municipalities and really folks, it's happening all over the nation. We're just talking to you about this right here in our area in North Texas, but uh, this stuff has made it all the way to Austin during our ADA's legislative session and you're getting some headway and this is exciting because just to, to recap some of the stuff we talked about uh, during the break, there's some lud- ridiculous things uh, associated with the laws some of these mis- municipalities want to enforce. For instance, Forney's got some interesting, yep. interesting rules.
1: Forney has a law that says cows can't breed in a pasture without a barn. Um, I guess it's not appropriate for people to see animals breed, so they've enforced that law. Um, Saginaw says you can't have animals well cattle per se, in certain areas of the city you have to be in a certain zone to have cattle. We dealt with that last year.
0: Well, so most of us would think that that is an accurate they should have the right, right? No, there's zoning. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say there's zoning. There's appropriate places to have certain things throughout the city when you're planning. So how does that fit in?
1: So zoning is not an agricultural operation. It has nothing to do with agriculture.
0: So you're saying ag, anything under those ag laws are completely outside of development.
1: That is correct. So a, a city, a city can say This is zoned for commercial. This is zoned for multifamily. This is zoned for uh, retail, single family. They can say that zone. Uh, That is 100% correct, not saying they can't. What I'm saying is uh, people have the right to use the land how they see fit till they decide to develop. So if you have a farming operation in place and you're farming in a commercial zone, who cares? The zoning does not affect what you do with the land. The zoning only affects it if you build. So when Saginaw says move your cows because you're not in the right zone, a lot of cities are taking agricultural as a zone. It's, it's not, there's no such thing as an agricultural zone. Even though the cities have made this up, it's another way of bullying the public and farmers and ranchers into to doing what the city wants done. So uh, as I go to the Capitol and I speak at these committee hearings, that's the first thing I say, Who's gonna hold the cities accountable, the municipalities accountable for the harassment and the bullying? Um, I am a big target um, for bullying. Um, we talk about bullying in our schools. We, right. And you know nobody's looking at what mm-hmm. is going on in the, in the United States of America. If you look at the suicide rate for farmers, it is very high. And it's because of all the stress farmers are under, the price of fertilizer, price of seed, the price of cattle. You know uh, the price to feed the cows, the price of equipment, and that's just
0: the money. But uh, there's also the processes that have to that are under scrutiny, and yep. and the way that those things, have, and those can be pretty uh, complex.
1: It, it is. So uh, your royal farmers, um, you know, they're pushing us out, and they're going to try to take the food supply. We lost fifteen percent of our food supply for beef in the drought in 2022. This year, there's no cattle coming to the cell barn off of wheat. I mean, literally, if you start looking at the cell barns for cattle, um, I just went to Oklahoma City and was talking to some people up there, and they said the cow market's dropped. I mean, from going from 15 to 20,000 head at a weekly sale to 10,000 or 8,000 head. Oh, Lord, I'm. Because we don't have the cattle coming off a wheat this year to be able to sell to the cell barns, so we're losing our we're losing our food supply. We're losing the right to farm. Even if it's one acre or five acres, that's, a, that's a, one acre's a garden. Five acres is enough to feed a cow. Um, you know, these uh, nuisance laws for high grass and weeds. Uh, look at California. Look at the landslides, the mudslides, and, you know, the erosion. It's because we are taking, Texas is, is following in the footsteps of we got to have grass less than four inches. People don't understand. The sun bakes the ground and it burns like a frying pan. The, the, the earth becomes a frying pan without the foliage and without the coverage. And, and they don't understand, they don't, people don't understand, well, the creek's full of silt, the, feet, the, the the creek has washed away, my backyard has washed off in the creek. You're right, because the cities have went and changed the laws and said, we're gonna do it this way, and doesn't realize that if we don't have the foliage to cover up the dirt, we're going to become a frying pan.
0: Wow! 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 And so. Uh, well, that's really some some interesting insight because I think most of us are, are proud of our cities and we want our communities to look beautiful, right? I mean, that's the beautification of the communities is always something that our city councils are are promoting, and so we don't want to have. Um, things that we consider unsightly. However, there's some things about farming that are just gonna have to be natural and grow, and I think we need to understand that more on the community level. And what you're saying about even these nuisance laws, it sounds like uh, you've made some headway in Austin to protect yourself from some of these nuisance laws. So describe to to us a little bit about that.
1: So, HB 1750 came out. It's a law that's made it through the house, going to the floor. Um, It's the right to farm law, uh, right to uh, nuisance laws, which is going to stop the cities from telling farmers and ranchers what they can and can't grow, how tall their crops can and cannot be, and the setbacks. Um, And a lot of cities, uh, you know, they try to regulate that. They try to regulate what you can and can't do. Uh, crop wise, height wise, uh, setback wise.
0: Well, and for you, that's that's specifically concerning, right? Because when you're giving, creating these hay bales that are feeding our cows, it's super important. They have to be green on the inside, Correct. right? You have to have, so you can't have this dried, baked, useless hay. It needs to be something that they can actually consume nutrients out. So you're going to have to have it long.
1: You get it long. You fertilize it. You um, weed kill it. And and you cut it at the right stage of when it's got the best protein, the best nutrients of of the uh, of the hay, um, and cities are trying to cut that back. Um, so there's there's cities that are saying you can't fertilize, you can't put down weed killer.
2: Mm-mm-mm. You know,
1: so they're trying to what they're doing is pushing the farmer out to where he
0: can't make money. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got even more when we come back.
4: It seems like there's never enough time in your business to get everything done that you need to. Searching for the right employees to represent your brand and satisfy your customers was already hard enough, and now there are even fewer options out there. How do you find the right people and keep them? My name is Terrell Tipton with Insperity, and we offer HR services that make your company make sense. Too often, local business owners take on HR activities wanting to run their business on a shoestring, but that can mean sacrificing revenue-generating activities that allow you to continue to grow and serve your community at the level you want. Call 972-409-4316 today. I'll walk you through Insperity's outsourced HR services and health insurance options, and help you come up with a plan that gets the most out of your business and your budget. Insperity provides stability to businesses in uncertain times, and has been helping companies just like yours since 1986. Call 972-409-4316 and talk to me, Terrell Tipton. It's time for your business to run better, grow faster, and make more money. 972-409-4316. Call today, one last time, 972-409-4316. Multiple streams of income are the local business
0: owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933 discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with ready to learn more join the wellness institute's corolla Bratis, subject of the book look beyond tomorrow to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals build a side business with products sourced in north america and protect your bottom line Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. And we're back. Uh, I'm Susan Hamilton, and I'm here with James Lockridge, and we're talking about the infringement on the local farmer from the municipalities, and it's really happening everywhere. Uh, So what got you started anyway? What what lit your fire to go down and and decide you were going to take action at the Capitol?
1: I've been working on this about four years. The city started doing this to farmers and ranchers of, of setbacks. At first, it was five feet. Then it moved to 10 feet. Now it's 100. Well, we're
0: talking about setbacks. We're talking about, just for clarification, that easement around your property. So, oh. in other words, they were telling you, wait, you can't use that. No, you can't use that. No, you can't use that. And changing that so that you'd have less and less property that you could use to produce.
1: Correct. So, uh, a, you know, perfect example is the city of Louisville. Um, their law was five feet for many, many years. And then all of a sudden it went to 150 feet.
0: That's a huge difference, folks. That's a huge difference. That
1: is, and it's not just the street side. It's around the whole perimeter, 150 feet. So a perfect example of this would be, I have a pasture of 17 and a half acres. And I went out and I measured it at 17 and a half acres. Then I did the 150 foot perimeter mow. And then I measured what was left and it brings it to 12 acres. So just a 17 and a half acre field is now 12 acres. So we lost that much land. Lost
0: five acres out of that, yeah.
1: And uh, so I went through two cities, Carrollton and Plano, measuring how much land I'm losing in each city that I'm farming. In Plano, Texas alone, I'm losing right at 52 acres. 52 acres of land that the city says, no, you're gonna mow a mow strip. You're not allowed to use this land at all. In Louisville, I'm losing right at 40 acres.
0: So the thing of it is you are uh, as, a, as a farmer, you're under agricultural code. The municipalities really don't haven't had that right and yet they've taken it.
1: That is correct. Um, they, they don't have the right to say that. They don't have the right to take the land away from us.
0: because it's already under the right to Farm Act. That's already existed. yes. Yeah, that is correct. And so what's, what's, is, how is this new bill going to enhance that protection?
1: Well, the, the, the old bill says that, uh, that no one can bring in a nuisance action against an agricultural operation. Uh, it's very clear, it says that the person that does it or a city that does it can be held accountable for all damages. Uh, the promised state of Texas doesn't enforce it. This new bill that we have out shuts them down immediately before they can even start. If you're going to write a, a nuisance law, you have to prove to the state of Texas that it's a nuisance and that it's an endangerment to humans. And if you can't prove that it's an endangerment to humans, then it doesn't exist. Um, the, the one thing about that law is I love the way the law's written. I think the language needs to be tightened a little bit yeah. because there's some what I call gray matters that could be in put into the law. And you do
0: have to watch that, and all of us have to watch that, folks. All of us. I know in Texas, it's not just agriculture, right? We've got all the education bills, all the health health, uh, and human services bills, all of those things going forward that we, the people, have to take an active stand in. And if you don't know what gray language that is, you can inadvertently give power to the wrong entity take it away from where it needs to be. And you can also end up in a scenario where you can't uh, can't defend yourself the way you thought you could. Correct.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, uh, HB, um, let me look here, HB 1750 is, is a great law coming out, it's a nuisance law. You have the Right to Farm Act law coming out that we're gonna need uh, all the voters to uh, vote on, vote yes. Um, what that does, it 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 stops the municipalities as well. It's it's a great bill coming out. We're going to need a lot of support behind it. Um, it. You know, we'll we'll get a little pushback um, from the uh, the rat, animal rights activists. People will because they you know they think that animals have rights and stuff. So you know we'll get a lot of feedback on that. Mm. But well, uh,
0: hopefully animals have the right to mate wherever they decide to. We're going to hope that that's an animal right animal activist kind of issue. That's hilarious to me.
1: It it is, and so there's there's four laws coming out. Um, You know, we've made it. Uh, I was told that the uh, right to farm law, that um, the SB 1241 law, um, you know, it's moving through the House real fast, Um, you know, going through the committees. It's it's on full force track. The HB 1750 (laughs) is another one that is literally, every time I go to talk at the Capitol, uh, you know, it, it blows away the committees. They're just blowed away that these cities have this much uh, power and this much of a bullying going on. And basically on. it's
0: because they're not in check. They're not in they're check. Basi- so here's the thing, folks. You've got to be able to do something about this in your community. These things are happening now, and it's much bigger than you think because where is your food coming from? Have you stopped to consider that? A lot of people think, well, it comes from Walmart, it comes from H-E-B, but guess what? It comes from james it comes from, <laughs> it comes from your local farmer and and that's the best case scenario because the worst case scenario is that it all goes to the large corporate farms that are dealing with so many animals that you really you have to start questioning the safety of the food and the efficacy of the process, um, and it puts a lot of us in danger. You want to have the best possible foods for the nutrient consumption of your family and your neighborhood, um, as well as a, a, as a much more pleasant farm, right? That local farm has a many many uh, advantages from you know uh, restaurants, the yep. local the local restaurants purchasing right from the farmer and. Uh, Get behind your local farmers, guys.
1: Go to the farmers markets. You know, buy from the local farmer.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, it's uh, a lot of people still, you know, if these cities would get back to having that farmer's market, you know, a lot of these farmers, that's they, they count on that money. Um, you know, you're seeing the government take that away from the smaller farmers.
0: Well, if they can squash the smaller farmers, folks, what happens is you've got the larger uh, corporate farms that are willing to do everything being handed down yeah. by the WHO and the United Nations rather than supporting your local communities. So this does matter to you. Find the links in the description box below. Thank you, James, so much for all you're doing to set an example for active activity. But you do need that support, so find out how you can plug in during during your state's legislative session and during your spring vote when your city council and your school boards are being voted in as well as some of these ordinances and regulations so uh, with that we'll be back for our next episode soon thank you so much